from the world of sports to the world of pop culture and beyond. It's step one. Learn sports. Now, your hosts, Brittany Wench and Avery Harder. This is Step One Learn Sports. I'm Brittany. I'm Avery. We got uh, producer RB in the house, Red Brian, Titans Radio. Always such a tease because it's not the real Arby's the you know food. What? I'm bringing curly fries next week. <laughs> we are at Step One Learn Sports, bridging the gap between sports and pop culture. We're talking about sports in a way that girls would, in a way that you would understand. It gives you enough information to jump into any conversation and basically hold your own. You can ask a question, you know what to ask. Today, we've got a great episode set up for you. We always bring you the 60-second skinny, which is six sports stories in 60 seconds. The Jonas Brothers just released a brand new song, a new video. They were in Nashville. We're loving it. We can't get enough of it. Uh, it's Thursday. It's always Thursday when we release our podcast. But we decided that we want to introduce a new segment called TBT. Iconic meltdowns by celebrities and sports figures. What could be better? What more could you ask for? We're going to give you an update on our sorry and losing March Madness brackets. And as always, we're going to leave time for your no, no dumb questions, your NDQs. Avery, let's kick it off with that 60-second skinny. Diving right into it. Rob Gronkowski retires. Former New England Patriot tight end Rob Gronkowski has announced his retirement via Instagram. He's only 29 years old. I heard that he has only used his endorsement money to live off of, like he hasn't even touched his NFL. I can only think of one, and it is iPads. iPads. I love that. God, it only gets better. Three of the number one seeds in March Madness are out. As we head into the final four this weekend, the teams remaining are number one, Virginia, number two, Michigan State, number three, Texas Tech, and number four, Auburn. I have picked none of those in my final four. And actually, we looked it up. This is the first time in March Madness history that they have had a sequential seeding like this. Like there's been, they've had all number ones before. Mm -hmm. They've had three ones, one, two, three threes, and a four. You know, they've had everything, but they've never one, had a two. one, two. Three, four. One, two, three. A two, four. Seven. <laughs> God. Just like Reminds friends. me of friends. The AAF, American Alliance of Football, is shutting down just seven games into its 10-game inaugural season. They ran flat out of money. With them shutting down just seven games into their season, that means that it lasted 52 days, only 52 days, or 20 days shorter than Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphrey's wedding, which was 72 days. Just to put that in perspective for people, that's, we thought that was quick. Yeah, big time. For the first time since the 2005 season, LeBron is not in the postseason with his new team, the Lakers. And what does that bell mean? We decided that when we bring something up in a new episode that refers to a previous episode, we were going to ring a bell to show we're making a connection. Yeah. All right. LeBron used to play for the Cleveland Cavaliers, which means who did he used to play with? Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love. That's right. He used to play for them. He no longer plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's on the Lakers and struggling. Yeah, he's, uh, he's done for. Luna Barr donated $718,750 to make the Women's National Soccer Team World Cup bonuses equal to that of the men's. They did this in conjunction with World Equal Pay Day, which was on April 2nd. That is a lot of doll hairs. Alex Morgan looks even better. <laughs> Sophie Turner, a.k.a. Sansa Stark, steals America's heart when she chugs an entire glass of wine on the Jumbotron at a New York Rangers game last week. Winter's coming, y'all. 
New York Rangers, if you are unfamiliar, they're a hockey team. They play at Madison Square Garden, which is like the end-all be-all for anybody who is like a, a, a musical performer or an artist or anything. I'm pretty sure that the One Direction DVD is like their road to Madison Square Garden playing there. I mean, I have never been, but even athlete or celebrity, that's where you want to play. You want to be featured there at some point in your career. Yeah, MSG. It's a big one. Speaking of Sophie Turner, she is engaged to Joe Jonas. Joe Jonas. I am so here for this Jonas Brothers reunion. Have you heard their new song? Oh, I'm a sucker for it. Yeah, I think we have a clip of it. I'm a sucker for you. I just love it. I have a wedding coming up and um, the girl whose wedding it is, she's like, if I don't hear that song at least three times at my wedding, I'm going to fire the DJ. I mean, that's going to be my father-daughter dance, my first dance with my husband, my walk down the aisle to my husband, and my walk out of, you know, (laughs) on loop, hope no one cares. The lyrics are perfect. I definitely stayed up until midnight when it was released just to see the music video. So here for it. Oh, 100%. All the wives in there, well, sorry, two wives and a fiance because Joe has not put two rings on it yet, just still the one. Yeah. And they were just here. They were in Nashville. The bonus Jonas, Frankie, went to Belmont, which is a school here in Nashville, just graduated from another recording studio here, and they all came to celebrate, including Priyanka. Yeah, they, um, I... Uh, it was a Friday, and my uh, my friend who has is having the wedding and said that if she doesn't hear it three times, she'll fire the DJ. Um, she texted me and said, "Oh my gosh, the Jonas Brothers are here! Um, I've I've been told that they're spotted at Barista Parlor." And lo and behold, on I think it was Joe Jonas's Instagram mm-hmm. story, he had put that up, and then they were spotted at Clyde's on Church. Yeah. And I did not expect Priyanka to be with them. I didn't either. I mean, Miss Universe wandering into Clyde's on Church where we go and play like ping pong, right? Like. Could you just can you like imagine? us? They can really are. They really are. They have a new song coming out on Friday. I think it's called Cool and Which would be pretty cool. I mean, they're pretty hot, but I will from now on describe them as cool. The background. They on your are phone. the background yeah. on my phone. Yeah. Um, I do intend to become their new uh, tour junkie. So see you soon. Um I speaking of the Jonas Brothers, am really into this new trend of like the nineties uh the 90s shows coming back. Oh, early 2000s. Yeah. You know, like, I, I think it kind of started with Chokers when Chokers came back in style. I was way ahead of that, although my neck gets super itchy when I wear them, so I can't pull it off as a fashion statement. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But... I like the ones that are attached to shirts. Ooh, big that's fan trendy. Of, big fan of that trend. Yes. But I'm all about those things coming back around. And so I think um, kind of transitioning into our new segment that we want to introduce to everybody. It's Thursday. T B T. TBT, we're throwing it back. There are um, so many sports references out there that people talk about these days that our parents saw when they were growing up, we were not around for, that they reference and I'm sure go over everybody's head. So every so often we want to do a deep dive into some sports history and relive some of the most iconic moments and stories from those sports histories. There are so many moments, like we said, they just go over your head, but here we go. I don't know if you've ever seen... Drunk history before on Comedy Central. I've seen it a few times, but every time I was uh, similar to the show, you know, a bit inebriated. Yeah. But I, it's so relatable. Yeah. It's so relatable. I learned more watching an episode of Drunk History where the premise of the show is that they they get a historian, the, the guy who runs the whole show and does all the interviews, he gets a historian, um, 
for you know lack of a better term, basically inebriated. And uh, after uh, they've had a few drinks and they're at that point, they start telling a story about a certain point in history. And I learn more from that show than I ever did in any history class. Well, it's just crazy the way they're able to tell the story and really compel it. After a few drinks, you could not pay me to be able to tell a story that well after half a drink. Like I agree, they're they're talented at what they do, and and they you know love what? What we're going to do. do it too. Yeah, we're going to well minus the drinking part. We're yes, gonna, we are. Uh, we're water drinkers here. We want to say it in a way that we may not have been there for it. You may not have been there for it, but they're such crazy moments, and people reference them all the time. So. Today's TBT, everybody loves a good temper tantrum. There are drama queens out there. I'm one of them, I gotta tell you. I know. The older I get, the more I relate to Britney Spears' breakdown in 2007 when she shaved her head. If I lived, like I have two girl roommates, if I had also a boy roommate and he had uh, clippers, I would not put it past myself some days to come home from work and just shave it off. Oh, yeah. There are some days where I'm just like, I could do without this. At the breaking point. And, I mean, she also attacked a uh, paparazzi guy's car with an umbrella. So Vicious look at I mean, there, wanted to do that. Yeah, been there. We totally understand you, Britt. We get it. So the first one we want to talk about, Bobby Knight's pity party for one, but it was an invitation to a chair. It was Bobby Knight versus the chair. Look at here. Look at here. Bobby Knight just threw his chair clear across the free throw lane. And I think uh, Fred Unbelievable. Jones. He picked up another tee. Uh-oh. Now we got three. Now we got three. Now we got three. Yep. I get a kick out of it every time I hear about it because, like all of these, I have been in that moment where you're just so frustrated. So Bobby Knight is or was at that at that time the head coach of the Indiana Hoosiers. They were playing Purdue um, in uh, the Big Ten Conference showdown, and this was February 23rd, 1985. Which side note, I if somebody asked me what era I like, wish that I could be in my 20s and like in my prime and I, I always say the 80s yeah because I think music and sports at that time were so much not I don't say so much better but yeah I do think that they were so much better the shorts were so short on the men you know and their pants were tighter so I, I'd right. go with that so that's what I hear there <laughs> so you you get it you yeah, understand I do I get you <laughs> they were less than five minutes into this game of the clip that we just heard <laughs> less than five that's minutes aggressive for a beginning <laughs> of a game Literally, this score was 11 to 6 like there's a whole lot of game to play after that buddy yeah yeah, Hoosiers were down. It was 11 to 6, uh, less than five minutes. And there were three fouls that were called within 59 seconds. And you get yeah. it because you played sports. I played sports. Oh. Refs can just ruin your life. They, I mean, they are in charge of the game. You could play your best game ever and still two wrong calls don't go your way. Ruined. Ruined. The refs are in charge of how the game goes. Right. Which, I mean, it's their job to regulate it. I get that, but... Sometimes they feel like they have the power of God invested in them, and I am not here for it. It was the third call in 59 seconds, and Bobby Knight was not here for it either. And so he decided to mutter an expletive (laughs) (laughs) that the ref heard and gave him a technical. So that sends one of the Purdue players to to the free throw line to shoot two, and... uh, well, as you heard, Bobby Knight just couldn't find a way to release his anger. So he went over and I heard later in an interview with one of the players from the Hoosiers team uh, that he was looking for a sport coat. So he didn't wear a sport coat yeah. this game. Um, and before the game, somebody said, oh, Bobby Knight's going to get thrown out. He's not wearing his sport coat. So he went to go look for it, which was 
second best thing to not finding your sport coat is a chair. And let's talk about this chair for a second. It is a red plastic. It's like a school chair. Yeah. Like I mean, in a desk that yes. you had in like third grade. Yes. I mean, lightweight. When he picked that chair up and threw it across, it Flew went across. straight across the middle of the lane over onto the other side of the court. And it was almost, it almost looked like it was just skipping rocks because it just kind of circulated yep. a- across. It just spun in a circle all the way across the, it, all the way across the floor. Oddly enough, this is reminding me of a time when not sports related, but my brother is two years older than me. And I don't know what he What'd did. What'd you do? He probably just changed the channel or, you know, stood in front of the TV box yep. so I couldn't change the channel to Degrassi. And I was so mad at him. And my mom wanted me to give him the remote, blah, 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 taking his side. He's the favorite, Kyle. You already know it. And I remember having like a piece of cake on a plate. And all I did was take the cake in my hand, similar to Bobby Knight, and just throw it on the ground. That was my way of showing yeah, them. You showed him. Yeah. He still got the remote. He still got the TV. And here I am, cakeless. There's something about a remote and having siblings growing up that, like, if you were a single child, they're an only child growing up. You, you don't just, know. You don't understand the struggle of what it was to be, like, coming into the TV room and, like, your brother or your sister's already wa- watching. And you're just like, oh, I'm not going to be able to watch Arthur this time or Lizzie no. McGuire. And suddenly, if you can't find the remote, no trust ever. Everyone stands up. Yeah. You don't care if they're sitting on it or not. They have to stand. Cushions are out. The world is done if you can't find that remote. And now I don't even have cable. Yeah. I was I was a gifted little child back then. So next time when you're having a little temper tantrum yourself, you can say, I am so mad I could pull a Bobby Knight. And then people will be impressed that you even know that story. The more uh, you know. The more you know. Then we have Serena Williams. Oh, Serena. So, you know, all-star tennis player, best in the world. She, uh... She lost her marble. She pulled a Bobby Knight in front of everyone at the U.S. Open last year. We have a clip of her yelling at the ref right after she lost the finals. You owe me an apology. You owe me an apology. I have never cheated in my life. I have a daughter and I stand with right for her and I've never cheated. And you owe me an apology. Serena was watching her coach give her a hand signal. Wow. So Serena, all of this started, it was the final point, and Serena had been looking over at her coach, and the ref thought she was receiving uh, tips, like based on what the other player was going to serve, and that's considered cheating. Oh. And Serena lost her her mind that anyone would accuse her of cheating with how hard she's worked in her life. I mean, she's been playing tennis since she was six, practicing her mind out and it worked. I mean, she's the greatest tennis player of all time. Not a question about it. I would not want to be on the receiving end of that verbal as as they said over the loudspeaker, verbal abuse. Yes. (laughs) Well, he did. So she's yelling at him, calling at him a thief. She breaks her racket. She's so angry at this blasphemy that he would accuse her of cheating. And then she calls him a thief for stealing the win away from her. Have you ever like gotten so far into like 
Okay, so like, let's take Serena, for example. She is just going at it. You're a thief. All, have you ever gotten so far in that you're like, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore yes. to you. I'm just so mad. No, she has to, especially when she brought her daughter into it. Like, oh, I yeah. do <laughs> understand that, you <laughs> know, you want to set a good example yeah. for your child. You're a new mom. I think her daughter was not even a year old at this point. But that seems like a strange thing to bring up when you're in the championship of the U.S. Open. Any Anytime something like this happens, I always think, like, they're always so composed normally. Like, it's yes. really not that hard to not keep it together but it's really not that hard to kind of stay composed because you can just like but but I think like what is going on in these people's lives I feel so bad for them like you don't know what's going on behind closed doors when she gets home the pressure that she has to be under 24 7 is crazy I mean any of us would crack and she admitted that she went on the today show about a week later and they brought it up and she was like I cannot believe how angry I was like and to bring my daughter into it like she completely validated everyone else's feelings like everything goes she was like i didn't cheat and still defends that which she should i don't think she did i mean she doesn't have to cheat it's very well known that how her athletic ability on the court Mm -hmm. not a question at all but she was like the fact that i was screaming at him and brought my daughter into it like it was absurd i don't know what came over me it was my first major open since having my daughter and it was just overwhelmed with emotion so she she heard what we were all saying and she was on the same page. So she, like Brittany, has made on the come up. You know, she lost her marbles for a minute. She figured it out. I still, she's still the best, you know. She's still the best. And I still love to talk about it, though. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Our third TBT might be one of my favorites. Because <laughs> so many times I feel like acting like this in, in meetings sometimes. You know why I'm here. Sure, so I don't get fined. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch and his infamous... I'm just here so I won't get fined, and you know why I'm here. Still the same person I was yesterday, and I got the same thing for you that I had yesterday. Marshawn, are you concerned about getting fined for your hat? You know why I'm here. Marshawn, how are you feeling today? Why do you have to be a jerk for all of us? Marshawn, how, how, how are you feeling today? You know why I'm here. Marshawn, there's a overall win today besides winning the game. Your teammates want to try to get you for them. What about that respect for your team? You know why I'm here. You're here just so you won't get fired? You know why I'm here. Even the reporters can't, like, keep it together. They oh, no, they're so funny. just egging it on at that point. So the reason that this is so funny is... Because in 2015, when Katy Perry was playing uh, the Super Bowl that year, Mm -hmm. she was doing her pre-Super Bowl interviews, and they asked her a question. She was doing great. She looked so cute and adorable, as always. As always, I love Katy Perry. She was up there, and they asked her a question about, like, what player does she think is attractive or something? And she, with a straight face, says, I'm just here so I don't get fined. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And there are people that use it all over the place. So, like, it's a very commonly used phrase, but this is where it comes from. So... The NFL rules and regulations for the media is that all players have to make themselves, regardless of how badly they played, how how good they are, or how bad they are, they all have to make themselves available after games. I think it's like 10 or 12 minutes, <clears throat> 10 or 12 minutes after the game ends that the locker room then opens, people can come in, you have to go do interviews afterwards. Like that's just rules and regulations, otherwise you get fined. Yeah. So he had gotten slapped with a fine for um, basically like ignoring the media historically. So... Uh, 2015, media days, day one, 
Marshawn Lynch, who plays for the Seattle Seahawks. He's a running back. He sits down to do his interview. He's there for four minutes and 51 seconds. He set his phone timer for how long he's going to be up there. And he sits up there and everyone starts asking him questions. It's like 25 or 30 questions in that time span. And all he says is a variety of ways to say, I'm just here so I won't get fined. I mean, he truly is a man after my own heart. Anyone that knows me knows that my sunglasses are on 24-7. Yeah, they're on a lot. All the they're time. On right they're now. on right now, and we are in a studio on the second floor, completely enclosed, not even a window in this room. Like, they are on all the time. My Bitmoji has them on, sunglasses all day, every day, and he has his sunglasses on in this video. And, I mean... They don't respect you with some of the questions they ask sometimes, so he's not going to give it back, and he is clearly over it. And he didn't stop with that day of interviews. It continued into the second day. So the first day he says, um, I'm just here so I won't get fined. And the second day he gets there, and they start asking him questions. And as you heard, he says, you know why I'm here. You know why I'm here. And then somebody asks him a question about, are you um, afraid of getting fined for your hat? Or they ask him about his hat. His hat says, beast mode. Okay. Okay. So that is where it originated from. Beast really? mode. Yes. Really? Yes. His um, nickname is Beast Mode. So, like, if you literally, if you I look actually up, think that's his Instagram name too. Where did Beast Mode come from? It says Marshawn Lynch. So yeah. So then oh. all of a sudden, do you ever remember, like, I don't know, going to the gym or walking outside, and everyone had Beast Mode and then yeah. the sign on underneath it. Yeah, it I derives mean, from Marshawn Lynch. So. I say that all the time. Well, not anymore. When I used to be active, right? I would say it. You know, going Beast Mode in the gym. Yeah. I never realized that it came from him. Yeah. So next time you're just not really feeling it, and you're in maybe a meeting you don't want to be in, you know, obviously like gauge your audience and see who would yeah, find it feel funny. The room. Feel the room a little bit. Uh, maybe your parents or your friends or <sighs> your guy friends. And just if they say, oh, you know, like, how's it going? Thanks for joining us. You know why I'm, I'm here. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Gosh, these athlete breakdowns are, I mean, thankfully they've all kind of come full circle, made their way back. But I don't think that anyone has made their way back as much as this celebrity meltdown of Miley Cyrus. Oh, my gosh. She was... She just a, went through a huge transformation. She did. I mean, she was finding herself. She was America's sweetheart as Billy Ray's daughter, Dolly Parton's goddaughter. Like, she was the child of country music as Hannah Montana. She was a Disney child star all over the place. And then that show goes off the air when she's like 14 or 15. What is she supposed to do? She's been in the public eye her whole life. She has all this money. Her dad's famous. Her brother is in Metro Station, RIP. Like, he didn't die. The band is Oh, I was like, wait, what? (laughs) No. But she she, uh, went off the deep end. You know, she was dating Liam Hemsworth at the time. They did get engaged. Cutest ever. They were in the last song together. They broke up because... She kind of just went off the deep end. She was getting all these random tattoos. She was in some extracurricular activities in her spare time. Adopted, I think, like nine or ten dogs. Which, I mean, I mean not a problem. Right. No, I'm, I'm a dog yeah. person. but Love her for it. It was just a lot at one time. And then it all boils down to the infamous twerking scene at the VMAs all over Robin Thicke. She just went wild. Talk about somebody whose life has changed. Yes. Robin Thicke. Yeah. Because of this one evening, he is now divorced. I know. That's poor, poor man. Like he's had a long, a long road since then. His dad has passed. Like he, you don't really hear from him very much anymore. Yeah. Not too much. Other than uh, him and Pharrell, weren't they getting sued for using a song? It was like a Bob Marley song. 
Oh, or Marvin yeah. Gaye. It was Marvin Gaye, not Bob Marley. Yes, yes. I do remember and that. But I don't know what ever happened to the lawsuit. I don't think I followed through on it, but I just remember that was like the last time I heard about him was that he was getting sued. Honestly, if I was him and I had a then, I believe, 21-year-old Miley Cyrus twerking on me in little to no clothes with space buns on her hair, tongue out everywhere... I think I might take a decade off. Yeah. But yes, Robin is now divorced. However, Miley has made a full 180. She oh, is yeah. back and got back with Liam. You know, they went their separate ways, dated a few people, you know, felt it out. Timing just wasn't right at the first time. They still needed to get their oats out. Do you think that she's been promoting her Hannah Montana wig lately? And to bring this kind of full circle to what we were talking about earlier, I did go see Miley Cyrus, a.k.a. Hannah Montana, AKA on Miley tour Stewart. with the Jonas Brothers. Do you think that there's going to be a Hannah Montana Jonas Brothers reunion? I saw them when I was a junior in high school, and I'm not ashamed of it. If it was, it would be the highest selling tour of all time in my own heart. But besides, you know, a few others. But... I've also heard that Demi Lovato is rumored to go on tour with them, and then we'll just have a Camp Rock reunion. And I'm telling you, the 2000s are back. Britney's back. Jamie Lynn Spears is making music again after she's now had three kids. Um, the Joe Bros are back. Raven is back. Yeah, she is. Miley has her Hannah Montana wig on and is now singing high school musical songs. I think about Demi all the time. Well, she's, I hope she's okay. She's still. She seems happy. You know, it's a, it's a process. Mm-hmm. Uh, to wrap up our TBTs, as Charlie Sheen once said in a great interview, he said, no, I'm not bipolar. I'm by winning. I think I'm going to bring that back. You know, I haven't heard it in a while, so I'm going to bring it back into regular conversation. I feel like I single-handedly also brought back YOLO. Okay. So if anyone is asking, you can give the credit right over here. Or to Drake. All right. <laughs> speaking of by winning, uh, our brackets are not winning. To give you an update on uh, March Madness. I'm just saying I told you it was called March Sadness for a reason. However, I do have two of the final four. I have Michigan State and I have Auburn. Wow, congrats. I think you're one of, you're like the only person that I've talked to that has anybody left in their, in their bracket. I like to call the upsets, you know, like obnoxiously. I tried to pick Colgate over UT. Yeah, you did. I picked Duke losing to UCF, which actually wouldn't have really been an upset. They went to overtime. So that would have made sense if it would have played out that way. But I have Auburn winning it all. So, you know, War Eagle. I guess we'll see. Um, yeah, I was super proud because the first round, I only had like seven, six or seven games that I lost that I didn't choose right. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, that means nothing now that we're down to the final four and yeah. I have nobody left at all. Yeah, but it, I'll cheer for really the Auburn Tigers. It doesn't matter if your final four isn't right. That leads us right into, it is time for your NDQs, No Dumb Questions. If you ever find yourself in a situation when you're not sure what anyone else is talking about in the conversation, tweet at us, direct message us, whatever you need, because the only bad question is the one that you don't ask. There are no dumb questions. This week's hashtag no dumb question comes from Libby from Little Rock. Thanks, Libby. Woo pig, Libby. (laughs) She writes at us writes at us. Who says that? What kind of grammar am I using? Libby tweets, this is related to, oh, and this is related to NFL. Why can some free agents still get offers under contract? So, thank you for the question first. Yes, thank you, Libby. appreciate it. Yes. In this situation, a free agent, you become a free agent when you're not on contract anymore. So once your team has decided not to renew your contract, then you enter the free agency 
period. If you're going from another team, that's just simply a trade. Yeah, I think that's I, I think that's got to be. She must have seen somebody go. You know what? She's probably talking about um, OBJ. Probably. I'll bet yes. that's probably what it is, where he was traded. Yes. So if your contract is not renewed by your current team, you become a free agent. If you are still in contract by your team, they can trade you to another team. And usually they get another player back or maybe a draft pick for the next year. There's a multitude of options there. Yes. Libby, there are no dumb questions. We appreciate you sending that to us. Thank you. Keep listening. Chris from Maryland tweets. This is funny. I don't know much about golf, and I know I should know. But what does PGA stand for? Chris. Chris. Great question. Especially, I mean, we have the Masters next week. This is a very big time for golf. Everyone's talking about it. It simply stands for the Professional Golf Association. Hey, the more you know. Professional Golf Association. And they call it the PGA Tour, so Professional Golf they Association. They do, yes. Tour. There's a multitude of um, courses that you go play at. The U.S. Open, Masters, PGA Tour, TPC, which is the Players' Championship. There's a bunch that go into that that are all under the PGA umbrella. So It's essentially the NFL compared to PGA. Right. So many acronyms. Well, Avery, I think we did it. Knocked it out of the park this week. I think we did. I think that was a home run, Grand Slam. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast of Step One Learn Sports. New episodes coming every other Thursday. The next one is out on the 18th. In the meantime, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 1045 The Zone website. Catch up on old episodes that you may have missed. Listen to all of your sports content, headlines, entertaining personalities on 1045 The Zone. Thank you to our producer, Rhett Bryan, Arby's. Follow us on Twitter at S1LS Podcast. You can also follow us individually at Avery Harder, at B Winch. And don't forget us to tweet us your hashtag no dumb questions. We'll be taking them every other week. It's been real. It's been fun. And you know what? I think it's safe to say it's been real fun, Brittany. I agree. Thanks for listening.